forever. Dog. Just between us. I'm a writer, mental health advocate, and wife. Hi, I'm Gabe Dunn. I'm a writer, bi-con, bisexual icon, wink, and what if I said husband? <laughs> Just kidding. Although that picture of us was very cute. I know. We have some photos where it 100% looks like it was our wedding. <laughs> I, well, and also it seems right that I would wear like a pink zebra tie to our wedding. So John was like, I wish that was me in those photos and not Gabe. They're so good. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, he's going to have professional photos. I know. But what, the wait for them. I know it took so long to get photos back from like my friend Steph Frosch's wedding that I was like, well, now these are so cute of me and Alex. But what's the occasion to post them? That they're cute. That they're cute. Mm -hmm. Melissa's here. Why don't you tell us who you are? I'm Melissa DeMont. I'm a producer, writer, director, and I am enjoying the last few days of summer. Oh, you really are. You look beautiful. Thank you. You're in a summer dress. I love it. Thank you so much. You got plans (laughs) or something? Yeah, these are my plans. Oh, oh, good for both of you. I love wow. it. Oh, I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll all be able to see what Melissa looks like, too, because if if you're watching this from having already listened to this question mark, uh, then you'll see a full video of this episode. <laughs> We'll explain that more clearly. Okay, so this is actually a very special episode of Just Between Us for two different reasons. The first reason being, it's a talking episode, baby. We're diving into all the details of the wedding. The storm, the earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) This is some two people said things that were so funny. One person was like, this is our royal wedding. And then another person was like, please post more photos. This is our Avengers Endgame. (laughs) I also really enjoyed the person who was like, what a great season finale. (laughs) Honestly, it was so touching to me. (laughs) But up top, we have our other huge, epic, world changing announcement (laughs) that is not necessarily an announcement we want to be making, but we hope is something that you guys will will understand once we explain it. Yeah. So uh, our Monday episodes of Too Long Did Read It are going to still be up on the public feed. But our Wednesday episodes are going up on Patreon now. We've relaunched the Just Between Us Patreon and our we'll have like a teaser for the episode on the feed. And then the full episode will be ad free on Patreon. The Monday episodes will also be ad free if you want to listen to those. And if you're thinking, what the hell? Why is this podcast I normally get for free going behind a paywall? For what I will say is only $3 a month. $3. $3 is because their contract ended with our podcast network. And basically for us to be able to keep making this podcast and for it to make us literally any money and or not cost us money to make, um, which is what we were in danger of. Uh, we we just need to go behind a paywall for the Wednesday episodes. Those will be $3. And for $3, you'll get the Monday episodes without ads. And you also get the whole Just Between Us podcast without ads. And we'll start giving shout outs on the show. Yeah. So like you'll go see there's a couple different tiers, but the main tier, which will get you all of our podcast episodes without ads is just three dollars a month. And it would mean so very much to us if you sign up 
with this kind of setup, we're sort of taking a big risk where if we don't get enough subscribers, we kind of can't keep the podcast going at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's vulnerable and scary to admit. But the podcasting environment has become very saturated. Mm -hmm. And the ad, the way ads work have changed dramatically, which is something maybe Melissa can explain more. Yeah. So the podcast like climate has changed a lot because there's so many podcasts. And so as far as ad sales go, it's just spread out across so many podcasts now. And so I don't know if y'all, how long have y'all been listening, but you notice that the ads have dropped and also like host read ads, which when you hear Gabe and Allison's voices, their host read ads, those have decreased a lot where they've substituted it in for announcer ads, which you may be hearing some ads that, we don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. <laughs> just know that. Just know that 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 could happen. Um, but that is a way that we can keep the podcast going. Right. We just had this. So if you listen to Bad With Money, my other show, which also went independent, some of you have questioned the the announcer ads on that show because some of them are definitely not stuff that I agree with. And um, I end up addressing that on a Bad With Money mailbag that I think already came out. But basically, yeah, like if you don't hear us read the ad, (laughs) we have not like signed off necessarily on that ad. It's just very hard to make money in this space. And I will say that with Bad With Money, a lot of the fans have given a really great thing, which is like, you know, if we don't hear Gabe reading the ad, then we're giving Gabe money by listening to this podcast and this company or this, you know, right wing, whatever, is wasting their ad dollars because we're not going to listen or go to their website or whatever. So just think of it as scamming them. Yes. And (laughs) and also just to explain that more is that you can't necessarily a lot of times those companies will code their podcasts or code the ads in a different way that isn't necessarily what they are. Oh, my God. We just had one that was so right wing and it was under environmental safety. Yes. What? Yes. Yes, So we couldn't block it. So we couldn't block it or it'll just block out that whole category. Wow. It's wild. And they do it on purpose. Right. So if you're wondering about free content, the free stuff will be uh, TLDRI on Mondays. We're also, I don't know if you know, but Allison and I are back on YouTube. And so every week on Thursday, we release a free YouTube video that is on youtube.com slash just between us. So we're back to doing those and those are free. And then the first uh, half, I would say, or the first like 20 minutes of the Wednesday episodes will go on the feed and hopefully entice you over to Patreon. And also there's going to be other tiers too. So for uh, the $5 tier, you will also get the Too Long Did Read It video episodes. So basically what you're seeing here, but for Too Long Did Read It. Um, there's also going to be some discussion episodes that we'll have depending on stuff that's going on for us. And depending on if we want to talk about like a reality TV thing or just like anything else that comes up that we want to talk about. Also for the $5 tier, we're going to be posting all the hypotheticals from the show for every episode so you can read them and answer in the comments. I know a a few of you guys have messaged actually asking for that, wanting us to post the hypotheticals. I know I started going on the Just Between Us Reddit more, which is our Just Between Us pod. And a couple of you guys, before I had even finished finalizing the tiers, but I knew that I kind of wanted to do it, you guys had asked for the hypotheticals to be posted on Reddit. So I was like, you don't even know. We're we're giving you exactly what you want. And then on the $10 tier, uh, we're going to do more live streams. So those will be uh, accessed for people on the $10 tier if they want to see more regular live streams of us doing podcast stuff. Kind of just hang out, get to chat with us, like 
those Zooms that we all had during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, you remember those. Yeah, basically it's more still the of- pandemic, excuse me. I meant pre-vaccine. Pre-vaccine, <laughs> yes. So it's basically like, you know, the live shows that we do for everyone are a little bit more produced. But if you do the $10 tier, we're going to be doing these like very loose hangout Q&A, like chat with you guys, uh, live streams that will hopefully um, you'll hear some stuff that you should keep to yourself. And we'll never admit over. We'll never admit publicly, except on the Patreon. Yeah, we'll need verbal NDAs from everyone. From every single person. Yeah. When you join the live stream, we're like, "Do you agree? Do you agree?" Yep. yep. Yeah. So basically, I just want to be honest too about like my own financial situation, and that like it's very hard to make money off of being a creator. I know that this sometimes doesn't make sense to people because you know, they're like, what do you make for a branded post 10 K? And it's like, no, like people have no concept of, of how it goes. Also in our particular industry right now, we've been on strike for uh, over a hundred days. And that means that we've not been able to work our usual jobs. And while that strike has like an amazing, you know, push for, for more fairness in our jobs, it does also mean that we are not getting paid for our jobs. So um, just in the ways that we're sort of trying to stitch things together in order to keep making the show, in order to to keep living our lives, some stuff just that, that we've been doing for free for, again, years, um, just has to go behind like a little paywall. And, you know, hopefully you guys understand that, you know, we don't want to stop doing the show just because of cash flow. We want to make sure that we're all giving you a bunch of new stuff and also, you know, the ability to to keep the show going. Mm-hmm. It is something that takes up most of our time, I will say. And going independent also allows us to have more control. So if we like to, if for me and Gabe, if we like divided the amount of hours that we've spent on this podcast versus what we're paid, it's probably like two dollars an hour. Yeah, it really is. Because <laughs> and that's like when we were with network. So right. we're really hoping that somehow this will make it where it works well for everybody and mm-hmm. that there's still free content. Uh, it's more financially viable for us. And and you guys get get extra goodies. Yeah. And like also, again, I always say, if you guys have merch ideas, let us know. This is our merch at justbetweenuspod.com. I'm wearing the shirt. Uh, there's also a bunch of other shirts and stuff. And uh, and also at allisonraskinexposed.com, which was John's <laughs> idea. Uh, and it's absolutely incredible idea. And if you go there, you can get our merch. And speaking of John, my mm-hmm. my husband, Ooh. let's shift into into the the main fun part of this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys have a nice time? I had a terrible time. Oh, oh my no. god! Oh no! No, we had an amazing time. Allison got married on August twentieth. Yes. And so, do you want to set the scene of um what happened with the hurricane? Yeah. So like. Leading up to the wedding, which was in Santa Barbara, the weather looked like it was going to be like in the 80s. We were like, oh, no, it'll be like it'll be too hot. Like our wedding planner was like, you should maybe get some umbrellas for people during the ceremony. We were like, oh, okay." And then like the week leading up to it, our wedding planner was like, hey, so it looks like there's going to be an unprecedented tropical storm slash hurricane barreling at California for the first like 100 years right like yeah like in like 90 years (laughs) so maybe we need to have a plan b because the ceremony was supposed to be on the roof of of the hotel venue and then the cocktail hour was supposed to be outside on a lawn and luckily the reception was indoors so we didn't have to change anything for indoors but my parents had to shell out so much extra money to get this tent so that oh yeah so much extra money (gasps) And I'm just like, once again, forever thankful for 
the financial privilege that is my family because otherwise it would have been very different. That's so um, shitty that they wouldn't just provide that. No, I mean, the hotel doesn't provide it. We had to just like rent it from like an event, the like event. Holy crap. Place. Really? Yeah. Wow. And it like fit the mm-hmm. place perfectly. I know because they just were a very good company. I guess. Okay. Wow. <laughs> but so I'd say like leading up to the wedding, John and I were pretty devastated mm-hmm. because we were like, you know, we wanted it on this roof. We were like worried. I was very worried that like it was going to rain the whole weekend and like having a like destination wedding because even though Santa Barbara was close to LA so many people flew in people from LA still had to like spend stay the night Mm -hmm. like I was like I wanted the whole weekend to be fun for Mm -hmm. people so I was like very worried that like it would just be raining and people would just like be in their hotel rooms the whole time Mm -hmm. but luckily didn't rain at all on Saturday and then it was beautiful Alex and I went to the pool yeah it was like really nice I went terrifying horseback riding oh we're gonna get into yeah we're gonna get into what everybody was doing (laughs) Um, and then I like honestly we even started setting up on the roof because it like wasn't raining yet but then it started raining and so then they set it up in the tent and the tent ended up being fine it was beautiful when I first saw the tent though on Saturday I was like that's the ugliest tent I've ever seen no it ended up being beautiful it was like mid being built and it didn't have anything in it yet when you said tent I was picturing like Firefest tent so it (gasps) exceeded my expectations whoa Oh my Everyone God. would just have a cheese sandwich yeah. for yep. food. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it ended up like as often is the case, a lot of worry for nothing because then the experience was like so wonderful and we had the best time. And then earlier that day or the day before there was an earthquake. Oh, no. At the it was day of the day. wedding. Yeah. I was getting my hair and makeup done and, and there was an earthquake. <laughs> Yeah, because it was it was right when uh, I had I just went and worked out and I came back in the room and got my egg to your eat. egg. Yeah, you were eating your egg <laughs> outside. Yeah. Her post workout egg. But yeah. she's very like a hard boiled. egg. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But so me, Alex and Melissa shared a hotel room and we had a very good time, the three of us. But Melissa was working out and then she would come in and she was like, I'm going to eat my egg outside out of politeness. Yes. So you don't have to smell the egg. So I stepped outside. I didn't have my phone on me. And then I hear all these sirens going off and I'm like looking. It's like from people's phone. And I'm like, what is going on? Finish eating my egg because they don't seem like they're bothered. And I go back in the room and I was like, I was like, did y'all hear that? And they said that there was an earthquake. It's like I was literally standing outside and didn't feel anything. Felt nothing, really? no. I felt very little. But I felt I guess I I felt a little bit, Mm. but it was so funny. So um, two of my friends who live in New Jersey flew out for the wedding. And I guess like they like his family was like on a group chat and like they mentioned the earthquake. And then hours later, the dad finally checked the group chat and was like, there's been an earthquake. You're in danger. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, like, yeah, thanks for that. You were really on top of it. Cocktail hour, like having a good time. Is this Michael? No, my friend uh, Russell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was so funny. But yeah. So and then like, you know, just like logistics with rain, like I was supposed to get ready in my suite and then like walk across the street in my dress to the where the wedding was. But instead, I had to like get dressed in the bathroom of the reception oh. place because I didn't want my dress to get soaking Oh, my wet. God. And so I like this is actually probably one of my favorite memories of the day. But so my mom, my sister and my two nieces and I are in the bathroom at the at the reception hall. And like I'm just like taking my clothes off and like handing everyone things. And so like Bella and Vienna, who are nine and, and six, are just like have their hands out and are just like 
holding part of my wedding dress, <laughs> holding my veil. Vienna, who's six, is just like holding my clothes that I took off. And it's just like being such a little <laughs> helper. It was so cute. They were really adorable. I think they had the best time. Yeah. I was wondering like what they what their concept of like wedding was, but they yeah. get it. Like I think so. And I think they were just excited to be included. There was a little bit of a fit right before like the grand entrance of the bridal party. One of them didn't really want to do that. So we like I don't think they did. They were supposed to like enter, but I don't think they wanted they walked to. Down the aisle. No, not down the aisle when what during the reception. Oh, oh yeah. When everyone come in. came in during hot in here by Nelly. Yes. yes. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think also, I don't think that y'all heard what he was saying, too. Well, it was because, because we were having an issue. With got the flower it. Got girls. it. Because oh. I was like, these aren't the people that are being named right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're going to take a quick break, but stick around. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you all about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. Right before I found out about this project, my mom made an offhand comment about wanting to write a memoir because she had such a wild childhood and there are all these things she's never really talked to us about. But asking someone to sit down and write a memoir is kind of daunting. So then I got her mylifeinabook.com and now she's getting prompts to answer on a weekly basis and it's a lot easier than just undertaking an entire memoir. I'm so excited to see what my mom does with mylifeinabook.com because she's someone who doesn't always feel comfortable just sharing about herself, but having these prompts and knowing that I really want to hear her answers is going to inspire her to probably share more with me about her life and her upbringing than I've ever been shared with before. So I'm so excited for that. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code just between us at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code just between us for 10% off today. And we're back. Do you want to start with the rehearsal? Yeah, I guess so. The rehearsal dinner was Saturday and it was at this like Santa Barbara Wine Collective, which is like this cool like indoor outdoor venue. It was really fun. Thank you. And we were all dressed like um, Melissa was wearing green. I wore green and like floor. I wore. OK, I tried to keep on the animal theme. Thank you. For the whole time. So the shirt was it was not an animal, but it was the plant bird of paradise. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then for your wedding, I had a, a tie that was zebras. And then I did I show you or did I show John that my socks were tennis? You showed me. Yeah. OK, yeah, it was an Allison themed outfit. I tried so hard. <laughs> I was like, I can't find a shirt with animals on it, but but I could find a, a, a shirt with like birds of, of paradise flowers. And that counts, right? Oh, yeah. My boyfriend was wearing his cat tie. <laughs> just to make sure. And he had a tie with birds on it for the wedding. We've like really thought about it. <laughs> 
Yeah, the welcome dinner, I'd say that so much of the planning was easy for the wedding. But for whatever reason, the type of flowers that I wanted for the welcome dinner took so much back and forth between me and my planner and the florist. And I had to fight for those flowers. And then I was so delighted with how they turned out. Oh, good. I think your sister told me or your sister or your mom was like, hey, can you mention the flowers? She's really on edge about them. <laughs> it wasn't on edge. It just like I had just like sort of like felt defeated that I was going to not have the type of flowers I wanted. Yeah. Because I wanted the flowers at the welcome party to feel very different than the flowers at the wedding. Mm. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to show my hand. Mm-hmm. They were like the, pink, the ones that you had. They were like pink. Yeah, they, they were, were very super welcoming. Bright. Yeah, it was bright. And then the other wedding, it was much more whites and blues and mm-hmm. greens. And then like the welcome dinner was lots of bright like of a variety. Yeah. It's very silly, but I cared about it. No, of course. <laughs> and I also want to say that my boyfriend was like, usually I can't eat at weddings at all, but you like had all these gluten-free options. You had options for people. Like you, you thought through like very considerately. Yes. Yes. That was a extremely big considerate. Me. Well, I, that was the most stressful thing about the whole wedding was the people with dietary restrictions and making sure that they would have food that they would eat. That is <laughs> so generous because most, most people, people don't, don't do care. That. Really? Yeah. yeah. But I feel like most places ask if you have it and then they just don't they, do anything. And then they give you like just like something that you usually wouldn't eat anyway. Like a lot of time uh, it'll be like pasta. Like like it's not. Or they'll just give you like an artichoke and be yeah. like hope for the best. Like I, I would be happy with an artichoke <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, yeah. no, I, we tried to like make it make it work because Alex got his. Uh, what did he end up getting? He got like a special, Pizza. I don't know. He had like, yeah, like a yeah. special they thing. They cooked it in a different oven. Yeah, because my, my niece is celiac too. So we were on and then- You were on it. We were on it. But yeah, and so it was pizzas. And I, I like, my only regret of the weekend is I didn't eat enough of the food. That always happens. I was trying to bring it yeah, to Melissa know. did bring you food. <laughs> I know. But I heard that the salads were really good and I never tried them. Oh, they were good. They were good. They were really good. Yeah. Sorry. I'll have to go back. Um, and so the, the dress that you wore to the rehearsal dinner, what was where was that from? It was from a store on Abbott Kenny in Venice. OK. And it was like, do you want to describe it for the listener? Well, I posted photos of it. You can check it out oh, right, on my right, Instagram. Right. But it was like a, when I was in the store, to be honest, I thought it was a white dress. <laughs> it was actually a yellow dress with flowers similar to what Melissa. Oh, yeah, right yeah. now. I was worried it wouldn't be fancy enough, but I think it worked with the theme and the vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And John modeled his welcome dinner outfit off of a Daniel Craig uh, picture. <laughs> I like that John does the whole loafer no sock thing. Oh, yeah. He's extremely preppy. That's one of my favorite looks on a man. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But not on John, because once you marry the guy, you become disgusted still, by him. Not disgusted. <laughs> just there's no, no nothing. He's invisible now. It's like a brother. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. We had some good say, speeches, speeches at the welcome dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it really helps when all of your friends are like professional writers and comedians. Yeah. So they were very funny. I really enjoyed um, Brie, uh, her speech about John being an adult blonde man. Yeah. <laughs> that was extremely funny. Yeah. It was a roast. Yeah. We yeah. Asked, we kind of asked people to roast us. So that made it fun. Yeah. Rachel did a great job. Yeah, it's so funny because one of the things that Rachel roasted me about was that when we watch TV together, I'll constantly ask questions about things that then are revealed like one second later, which is a real problem I have. But then once we got back to L.A., we were watching a show and this character like woke up in this weird place after being knocked out. And I was like, why isn't she asking where she is? And then one second later, she said, where am I? (laughs) Patience. Patience. And John took a screenshot and sent it to Rachel. Wow. Okay, so did you sleep well the night before? I did. 
Wow. Okay. Good. Beautiful. I also got a little wine drunk at the welcome dinner. Oh, I, wow. I, I noticed. <laughs> Wow. I know. I got handed a glass of red wine, which I didn't like, and then a glass of champagne that I did like. Mm. And so I got a little I got a little drunk and then um and then John went out with friends and I went back to the room. Cute. Per use. But we were sleeping in separate rooms. Oh. So okay. that was a big thing for me was I was like, I wanna sleep in separate rooms and I don't want us to see each other until I walk down the aisle. Yeah. So did you know what he was gonna wear? No. <gasps> and he didn't know what I was gonna wear. Oh I God. knew like I had gone with him to his first appointment because it was a bespoke suit so I knew what he like had asked for but I had never seen it done (laughs) so this is another hilarious thing it was a double-breasted suit Mm -hmm. so good and John takes fashion very seriously Uh and apparently you're never supposed to unbutton a double-breasted suit correct so he had his jacket on the whole fucking time well and he he was like so hot yeah he shouldn't just take it but my brother-in-law Joe was making so much fun of him he was like what he still got his jacket on (laughs) He yeah. said it was like pajamas. I heard him say that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so he was comfy. That's was what funny. I heard. But he was getting roasted for he it. He could have lied, but that's what I heard. Yeah. But we were pretty hot at some point, so I'm mm-hmm. surprised he didn't take it off. Oh, so in the morning, the day of the wedding, when my, okay, so when my sister got married, there was this really lovely memory I had where the four of us, my mom, my dad, and my sister had breakfast, just the four of us before her wedding. And so I wanted to do that on my mm-hmm. wedding day too. And so the four of us, well, we brought Bella, but then she got picked up by her dad. And so then the four of us just had our own breakfast together. Aww. Yeah, it was What'd lovely. I had a Belgian waffle. Nice. So then you go and everybody's like all the girlies are getting dressed and stuff. Yeah. So then we had hair and makeup. And so I, I had like this suite at the hotel, which was amazing. And like the living room area is like where we all got ready and people brought their dresses and got their hair and makeup done. My mom like ordered lunch for everybody. And then there was an earthquake. Yep, and, then, yep. and then I I got dressed in the bathroom. <laughs> and then I'd say like the most awkward time of the day was like we had to like hang out because like we had to keep me hidden from John. And so we were like in the reception, like in the ballroom, but like just like sitting there like waiting. Because and, we were all filtering in. Yeah, people, and like the guests were filtering in. We John was little... around. And so like I had to be like hidden. We were all just sort of like, really tired and then I was sitting in my dress and my dress was pretty big Mm -hmm. and both Sugar and Phantom were like I gotta sit on mom's dress (laughs) (laughs) at one point Sugar was like doing her rubs on my dress and I was like can anyone help me here because I would take the dogs away (laughs) oh yeah the dogs were an integral part of the wedding yeah I was just dying laughing at Sugar and her tutu it brought me so much joy so Sugar wore a tutu and a little like thing on her head yeah she had a little a poof and then Phantom wore a little tux. Yeah. And they were walked down the aisle by the nieces. Well, okay. So tell me what it was like when people were coming in. Because okay. one of the Allison details of the day was that when you came to the ceremony, there was a bag of candy oh, yeah. waiting oh, for yeah. you. Okay. Were people delighted by this? They were delighted, but a lot of people didn't want to eat. But I knew that you wanted people to have a snack. So I was telling people it's okay to eat it. <laughs> Thank <Yes>. you. <laughs> So it was so fun. So we came in. So we got dressed and uh, and we were me and Melissa again were kind of matching. You were wearing lilac and I had my pink tie and I hadn't we so many people were wearing navy suits. Like everybody everybody had on a navy. Like everyone was wearing navy and then John was wearing navy and then the bridesmaids were wearing blue. Like every it's almost like everyone psychically got the memo. So then we go and then it's beautiful. We're walking in. There's these people that have a typewriter. Oh, yeah. And so they were taking they were saying. 
we'll take a Polaroid of you and then you can type right on these little cards, like a note to John and Allison, and then you can make a little collage of it. So that was super cute. Yeah. And we put ours was, on the same page. Yeah, it's we put ours cute. on the same page. Yeah, we got this huge book afterwards. It was like our wedding planner was like, you guys are both writers. Would you like, a, instead of a regular guest book, would you like a man who's running a typewriter? And we were like, absolutely, we would. I also felt so nice because I sat down to the typewriter and the guy kept complimenting how quick and good I was at the typewriter. <laughs> I needed some whiteout that they did not have available. So there are errors in mine, just so you know. Most of the messages are like, I don't know how to use a typewriter. <laughs> no, I was, I was typing. I just, I got two too used to it and then I started going too fast oh. and then I also ran out of room so then it and I didn't you'll see unless you've already seen it <laughs> I have it I loved okay. it <laughs> it was really fun and quirky oh also me Melissa and Alex had assigned seats because Allison so sweetly you you asked it very off the cuff like would I do a reading at the ceremony and I was like oh, what to be included like, it was so sweet. I just wasn't expecting it at all. And so it was really, really nice. So we got to sit in our, I had my special seat because I was doing a reading. And then Melissa, uh, Melissa and Alex, my partners, I guess, also <laughs> had seats. But also because we had gluten-free. You had gluten-free candy. Right, right. But we were in the second row, which is incredible. I, it felt very like, wow, places of honor. Uh-huh. It was. And so then, so then everybody sat down. And then having everyone walk in. So it was so cute. John walked in with his family, with his parents. And then all the bridesmaids and groomsmen walked. And How they did all- people walk in? I didn't get to see any of this. They were just, it was, I guess that y'all matched people together. Yeah. Yeah. So they just walked in. <laughs> Nobody had swagger. Nah. No, but it was cute. It was super cute. And I every time a girl would go by, I'd be like, that dress, that makeup. Like every time I'd be like, oh my God, it looks so good. Parent. Oh, so then the girls walked with the dogs. Mm-hmm. Super cute. Highlight. Super cute. And then uh, you and your parents walked in and your mom's dress was awesome. It was so cool, it was right? so cute. It was like, um, like raw silk or something. It was like, I don't, I don't know. know. It looked great. And not to, Ken looked good as well. He did. I didn't quite <laughs> notice what he was wearing. Sorry, Ken. Well, he got a whole special suit for it. Uh, sorry, Ruth, I'll show you. <laughs> um, and then Allison, now, since Allison has posted photos, she can talk about the dress, which was, I was describing it as like, it just screams bride. Like it was so bridal. It was so like, you really took the leap. You didn't go. We were saying that like, we thought you would go like really simple, mm-hmm. but then uh, because your personality or whatever, but then you were just like, no, it's my wedding and I'm going to have a big old dress. <laughs> well, I thought that John would appreciate it. John like loves big, loves like fancy. It was glamorous. Yeah, like loves glam. And I was like, all right, I'll go for it. But then as Melissa knows, I quickly realized that it was not necessarily going to be comfortable for the whole night. So I had a a much more casual second dress that I changed into later. Yeah. But it was still a great dress. Like that one. okay. It wasn't I don't I wouldn't consider that casual. It's just less than that. It's not a casual dress, though. But It was a great dress. Oh, thank you. And you put sneakers on. Yeah, I put sneakers on. I didn't get a picture with you in your dress. I know I messed up. It was so overwhelming. No, no, no. You didn't mess up. But so the whole time going into the wedding, I kept saying to the planner and the photographer, I was like, I don't want to do like stage photos like I just want you to get Mm. candid photos like I just want you to like capture what's actually happening I don't want to force people to do photos did not listen to me at all was forced to do so many planned photos throughout cocktail hour I missed so much of cocktail hour I never even saw what the what the stations looked like 
Oh, like, they were I, good. They did were good. they look nice? Yeah, yeah, they looked nice. They were good. People were walking around with, you know, hors d'oeuvres and stuff. Rosé was nice. And okay, I got cool. into the raw bar. Real okay, good. was that a hit, the raw bar? For me, it was. Because John's, that my, was John's I know, touch. Yeah, I know it was John's touch, but it was like the highlight because those are my favorite things to oh, eat. Oh, as you to know. Hear it. I love a, a lobster claw. That's true. Oh. Shrimp. I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, it was also so good to catch up with like friends of yours that I hadn't seen mm-hmm. in a while. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice. It was nice. so nice. Like so many people like came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then do or you during wanna... the ceremony. Yeah. Yes. Let's the talk ceremony about. ceremony was hilarious. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's start. Let's talk about the ceremony. <laughs> Tickled. So our officiant, JC, was like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, I don't care. I was like, you have carte blanche to just like say and do whatever you want. The only rule I gave him was that he couldn't make fun of himself Mm -hmm. because he has like a pretty self-deprecating humor. And I was like, I don't want you shitting on yourself. I was like, but do whatever you want. And so he did this like elaborate bit that the as that the wedding was sponsored by Lipton brisk tea, iced tea. And the bitches kept going throughout the whole ceremony in a really wonderful way, culminating in him taking out a one liter bottle of Lipton brisk iced tea and chugging it in front of And then then you kept going, you don't have to do this. (laughs) I thought he was going to, I felt terrible. I was like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. And John was just like, "Mm mm-hmm. Do it. It was his choice. And then when he finished, everyone was dying laughing. And then he just went, that's brisk, baby. (laughs) That's brisk, baby. That's brisk, baby is the unofficial tagline of the Mm -hmm. whole way. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. And he was really, like, he kept a straight face. He said all this very funny stuff about you guys. It was so sweet. And also just like clearly it was really funny and really like roasting you guys. But in a way that like you clearly saw he put so much time and effort into it. And also the two of you were laughing so hard, (laughs) like laughing so hard. And I know you posted part of it on the on your TikTok and that like some people with sticks up their asses were like, why would you do that? But it's like it's like, do you not see the bride and groom laughing so fucking hard? Like. This is so their personalities. This is exactly what they would want to be happening. Like, it was great. Yeah, we wanted it just to be, like, funny, not, like, taking so serious. It was so unserious, and I loved every moment of it. <laughs> yeah. But then our vows, like... We're both serious. Our vows were both kind mm-hmm. of serious. We but they were some, sweet. We had some goofs in there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I posted my vows on my Substack if people want to go check them out. John's vows. It's funny to think of this at a wedding. But like he was doing his vows for you. And I was just like, damn, he's obsessed with her. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, he's marrying her. It's like their (laughs) wedding. But like the way he talked about you, I was like, okay, he's sprung. (laughs) Like obsessed much. (laughs) Which is funny because your whole thing is this is so embarrassing for you. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing that we say to each other all the time when we're like vulnerable or like lovey-dovey with each other. It's like, this is so embarrassing for you. We also say it when just embarrassing things happen mm-hmm. to each other. But so when we were figuring out what we wanted to get inscribed on our wedding rings, we went with this is so embarrassing <laughs> for you. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> and when we told the, the jeweler, he was like, OK, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, but stick around. Just between us. And we're back. With the vows, John was working on his vows for weeks, like toiling over them, laboring over them, would go into his office to work on them, 
made his best friend and best man meet up with him to like read it to him. I wrote mine in 40 minutes. No. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I had been thinking about them and I knew like what I wanted to include and stuff, but I wrote them very quick. But that's like, it's so true to our writing process. Right. Like yeah. that's exactly how we work as writers. Yeah. And so it was, it was very funny. JC did a very funny joke where he was like, in what is the most LA thing ever? Their, they each chose their business partners to do a reading. <laughs> and John's business partner read a beautiful poem that John had selected by Maya Angelou. His and, writing partner. Oh, his writing yeah. partner, yeah. And then Allison had me read the the New Year's Eve speech from when <laughs> <laughs> And so it was super fun. There's pictures of that on Instagram too, at JBU Podcast. And then John broke the glass. Well, he missed. He missed yeah. that He first. missed the glass. And then yeah. your brother-in-law said, use your heel. I know who's and he's not even he's Jewish, not even Jewish. <laughs> but he I guess but did it did, at his I was wedding. Say, did yeah, he do it? yeah. So funny. I do want to say too that um you know I think that there is an old, a, a younger version of Allison who would have taken like everything very symbolically hurricane earthquake missing the glass like all these sorts of things that like you know I feel like I, there's like an ugh, people I've dated who take things like really symbolically or worry so much about these things that have happened but like you were just like everything's funny. Yeah, I don't know if I would have ever been like that. But yeah, it never even occurred to me that him missing the glass was a bad sign. No, it's just not. I was just like, like, that's so embarrassing. mm -hmm. I like nothing's a sign. Like, like people get so in their head about like wedding stuff. And like, it's just like a a fun day to be silly and funny. Exactly. And if anything, the fact that we rolled with the punches feels like a good good sign of of our partnership. Exactly. That's exactly what I think. So then it, you guys kiss. You kiss twice. I oh, know, we did kiss I twice. I And then, <laughs> and then uh, it became the like cocktail or more like yeah, we were waiting. Yeah, the cocktail hour mm-hmm. with, the, with the stations I never saw. Yeah. I think people use the typewriter a lot during mm-hmm. that Yeah, time. that's mm-hmm. actually when we did ours. Okay, yeah. And then, um, yeah, we had to just like go take a bunch of photos. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a constant negotiation with me and the photographer where he was just like begging me to keep taking Did you? Photos. So when you and John got by yourself, did you have a second by yourself before you came out? Well, we just like had to take those photos. Right. Um, oh, then we went. Oh, oh my God. I got I didn't even tell you this. What? <laughs> so then we had to go sign the marriage license. Uh-huh. And when we went to get the marriage license, the woman was like, look, you have to sign in the lines. If there's anything outside the lines, it will be rejected. If you cross anything out, it will be rejected. Like it was like. As if like we were living in like the 1950s where like computers don't exist and like you, I don't even know. And so we were like so worried about getting the marriage license right and everyone signing it right. And no one went outside the line. And then on Tuesday we came home and we went right to the Beverly Hills courthouse to submit the marriage license. And guess what? It was rejected. Why? (laughs) Because there was a part that said the religious affiliation of the person that married you and our and JC wrote ordained minister instead of writing the name of the place that had ordained him. Oh my God. And then the place below it, he should have put minister, but he left blank. And so I was like there with the lady because John and the dogs were outside being like, what? And like, I'm like, am I married? <laughs> like, oh does it God. count? Like what's going on? And um, basically it counts and we're legally married but they can't put it into the records until we fill out the form correctly. So in six to eight weeks, I will be getting a duplicate in the mail 
that JC will have to fill out correctly and then submit that for it to be recorded. Jesus Christ. But like, yeah, like, so my marriage license was rejected. And that's what JC stands for. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Even that we were just like, I got worried for a second that like, it meant that it would mean that our date of marriage would have to change. And then I would have been really upset, but they were like, no, you're married. Like, it's just like a, like a record. Like, I don't know. But yeah. So even that it's like, yeah, I didn't even like, think about that as a sign either. No. I was just like, this is annoying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got a funny story. What? Tell me. When you walked out after you were married, everybody was like filing out and then the people in the audience didn't know what we were supposed to do because we're just standing there. So the three of us walked out. Thank you. <laughs> but nobody Thank else you. followed. So it was like we were I know. just That was the one the- awkward part. And then like they like <laughs> brought us back to like, inf- it, that wasn't perfect. But look, you can't all be perfect. Yeah, it was just funny because we were like, mm, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> and then I was like, I guess we're part of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, And so, okay. So then, as you said, people came into Hot in Here. Oh, yeah. So then we we're in the reception hall. We're in the bank. What is it called? Like the bank ballroom. Wheel. We get announced, the wedding party gets announced to Hot in Here. And then John and I come out to do our first dance to I Believe in a Thing Called Love by the Darkness. Which was great. You guys were scream singing it at each other. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it was super good. Because we combined, normally you have like an entrance song and then you have a first dance song. But we were like, we want to combine that. We want to like get to the party faster. Mm -hmm. So then we did that. Then we had what I can only describe as a terrifying horror where oh I had a great time you weren't on the chair no the chairs were scary the chairs were so scary like for whatever reason I guess there weren't enough Jews in the crowd so nobody like we put we sat in the chairs and like people are supposed to come and like lift you in the chairs but nobody did that and yeah. so John and then at one point John was in the air but yeah. nobody lifted my chair oh my God. somebody waved Gabe over and somebody else took Come get you. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like yelled to my friend Sean. I was like, please. Yeah, and right. So, the, Jew, the, the non-Jews were like, what are we supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so then, finally, then we were in the air, but it was like not a great chair for that. So it was mm. like, it was like we were both like hold, like because in a normal horror, like you have a napkin and you like spin it around yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. But we were both like grasping for at life. the chairs, just like praying that we would not fall off. And I was like, I was like, I'm sliding. I'm sliding. John looked terrified. Yeah. We were he was beat red. <laughs> Those photos will be very funny because he looks so scared. But then we got down on the floor and then we did the, the horror dance with everyone, which was so fun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Alex told me this is the second time he's ever seen the horror. And he also had a previously told me that he didn't know enough about Jews to know there were stereotypes from when he was growing up. So he just he's like, I don't know. We never talked about Jews. So he has seen the horror now twice. And uh, he thought he tell us in the whole he told us in the hotel room earlier that he thought that the song was have a tequila. <laughs> and so we were, we were like, have a tequila. And he's like, I don't know. I was like, you never thought about what it was a song of. And he was like, no, I just thought it was like, have a tequila, have a tequila, have a tequila, have a tequila. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, wow, I brought you to two weddings, both full horror. <laughs> OK, so then talk about the band. Oh, yeah. Talk about the band. Oh, my God. OK, so. I had we had originally wanted a DJ and then my dad was like, no, we're not having a DJ. We're having a band. This 11 isn't, piece band. This isn't a bat mitzvah. <gasps> and so then John and I were like researching bands and I sent a few and, and my family was like, no. And so then my sister, of course, found like the best band that exists in the world called Vinyl Jam Music. If you are anywhere in the world and you're looking for an incredible wedding band, 
you have to hire these people. I did not realize that they were going to be so interactive. They were very interactive. They were doing dances and yeah. I joined along. Yeah. And I loved it. They had the choreograph for Bye Bye Bye. Mm-hmm. They oh. did the music video dance for Bye mm-hmm. Bye Bye. The horns came out and yeah. then were in with the crowd. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> we were trying so hard to figure out what the backstory was between all the people. Yeah. Like if they like each other, what mm-hmm. their drama would Dang. be. Mm-hmm. What'd you figure Who's out? Who's hooking up? Well, well we, we were just making it up. We were stories. making it up. Um, but yeah, they were really great. And the music was great. And then there was a lot of pop punk, yeah, which was nice. Yeah. yeah, they did a Bleachers song, which was amazing. They did a Blake 182 song, obviously. Our final song of the night was Semi-Charm Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mamma Mia. Oh, okay. So then they played Mamma Mia. And I think I might have, I think I performed it. For 100%. Yes, there was not a thought. It was a, a full performance right up there in front of the band. <laughs> Pointing, singing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's video. Yeah. Was it embarrassing? Or no, was it, no, it, it was seemed a, right. Okay. Yeah. All of us knew that you like Mama Mia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody was like, what, Allison likes this? Yeah, I was like, at my wedding, I got to perform Mama Mia for everyone. Yeah, so obviously. Was, and that was pretty early. Yeah, it was pretty early. Oh, so then you did a choreographed dance with your dad. <laughs> yeah. What, what, how did people think about that? So was cute. So was cute. it cute? Yeah. We couldn't tell. If it, we, and so many things was like, is this cringe or is this cute? No, no it was really <laughs> cute. Because we we danced to Who Loves You by the Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I have a Four Seasons tattoo circa 2017 yep. or whatever. But we were like, my mom was like, we should look up the moves that the Jersey Boys did <gasps> and like that the Four Seasons did. And so we, my dad isn't like super mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we like looked up just a couple of of dances. And so we like had three different moves that we would, that we knew and that I would like shout to him for us to switch to. It was so cute. <laughs> it was really cute. And then people did speeches. Yes. Oh, my God. Jocelyn's speech was so good. It was really she fun. She was so nervous. I know. And she had nothing to be nervous about. It was so good. Her best joke was she was like growing up, you know, we had a five year age difference and that like was always really tough for us. But looking back, like the problem wasn't our age difference. It was our personality. <laughs> I thought that was really good. Uh-huh. I thought that was really good. Yeah, she roasted me hard. Yeah. yeah, it was very she was very funny. I would like to be her friend. Yeah, me too. Right. I've been trying for years. Um. <laughs> Ruth sent a message. I know you're listening. Yeah, really. Gosh, what else? My parents' speech was so cute. Yes, they did super it, cute. They did it like together, like mm-hmm. a little back and forth. Your little Laurel and Hardy situation. Then we had the, we had ice cream cake. Yes. Which I, I mean, I couldn't eat it, but I meant to go look at it, but I got so consumed with the gluten-free dessert bar, which was incredible. Was it? I didn't even see it. I didn't see the ice cream cake. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, so we made sure because we knew the ice cream cake wasn't gluten-free, but we got a whole dessert station that was all gluten-free was it so good yeah empanada and then two other things which i don't remember what it was bye 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 also came on as i was eating so i had to get up and go do bye 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 and then come back but me and alex were just excited and ecstatic that we could like actually eat and it was great like it was so good there you couldn't tell that there was yeah i had the apple empanada at the tasting yeah it's delicious wow oh and then the other big Allison and John touch was when you sat down at your seat, there was a survey. Yes. Mm-hmm. I filled it out. Yes. A Google form. Yeah. A, a QR, QR code, code that took you to a Google form that that was a survey about how much fun you were having yeah. at the wedding. I was honest. I haven't even looked at the responses yet. We've been so tired. I think that will be very funny for you to look at. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, did you see people's reactions? Did people like the survey? We were all taking it. Mm-hmm. I think we're all so used to QR codes now that we didn't even think it was weird. We were like, yeah, of course, the survey for the wedding. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Duh. The way everything was laid out, too, and the little animals. Oh, okay, yes. yes. Each person's name card was uh, in a gold animal statue. Yep. That was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Melissa, you traded for the I one did. you wanted. I did. My mom said you got the your one you Your mom wanted. was the one that found it. Brokered. Oh, your mom yeah. brokered the deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so the, the menu and then the... the the card that with the survey, my mom graphic designed all of those. <gasps> Incredible. What? Yeah, she graphic designed the whole wedding. She graphic designed the seating chart that said sit, stay, treat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is so cute. She came up with that. She she pulled the image from the invitations to put that on the different signage. Wow. She like went to work and also didn't realize I was expecting her to do that until like two <laughs> weeks before the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. And then did and you then, see the the signature cocktail sign? Yes. So it said it said the John or the John, which was like an Aperol spritz with mm-hmm. orange. And then it said the Allison, which is a strawberry mojito mocktail. But then there was an asterisk that said, make it a Mrs. Blakesley and add alcohol. Yep. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Alex and I did that. We said a Mrs. Blakesley, please. Oh, that's since I was with the two gentlemen, I just had them getting my beverages. So uh, I didn't right. see the. Uh... Me, and, me and Alex were tending to Melissa. Yeah. It was cute. So we had some goofs thrown in throughout. But yes, yeah, so then the ice cream cake, we had a vanilla cake with banana ice cream and a chocolate cake with root beer ice cream. And I think people liked it. Oh, yeah. What about your little things on top? Oh, and then on top of the cake. Okay, so I was determined to have little animal toppers instead of a briding, like a human briding groom. I was like, I want animal briding groom. And at first I discovered these bats that were horrifying looking and on little sticks, but like dressed like a bride and a groom. And I was like, John, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Nothing will make me laugh more than if we have these hideous little bats on our ice cream cake. And he was like, Allison, no. (laughs) And And then he was like, if we're going to do the animals, the animals have to like have some sort of like meaning to us. And so I was like, oh, my God. So when we first started dating, when we were still long distance and hadn't met in person, John sent me a what animal are you quiz, not knowing yet like what an animal fanatic I was. Wow. And so I took the quiz and I was an otter and he was a sea lion. Wow. They're compatible. And they had like a 99% love compatibility. Incredible. Aww. And so on the cake was a bride otter and a groom sea lion. Where'd you find that? <laughs> Etsy. Oh, it was wow. like an old retired couple who just like buy plastic toys and then add little accessories. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? That's ya? great. <laughs> Okay, that's extremely funny and cute and good for John for insisting that it be something meaningful to you guys. Then there was like an unofficial after party. Yes. Mm-hmm. That I actually went to. We went. We went, but we and left before you got there. Oh, you went? We were there. Yeah, we were there. Oh, was it fun? Yeah, it was fine. We were just talking to some people. To be people. honest, it wasn't yet. Yeah. Oh, wow, I'm sorry. No, it's just people just kind of decomposing. Yeah. Decomposing. Decompressing. decompressing. Yep. No, Decompre- decompose. Oh, stop. <laughs> No, it was good. I just got to say I had to like some people a little bit more. And yeah. I, I was able to hang out with people at the wedding. Like it wasn't yeah. like, yeah, you could like really talk to people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so then there was the after party. I saw John there, but I did not see you. I had to go back to the room to like let people into my room to get stuff. And then mm. my friend Emma's husband walked the dogs for me. Aww. And then we had a little poof poof. And then we went to the after party. Oh. But then at the after party... I went home without John. 
Really? <laughs> oh, he was still out partying? Yeah, I was like, because he, he had college friends there who he never sees. Yeah. Like, while I was, like, meeting for the first time. And I was just like, okay, I'm going back. But, like, you have a great time. <laughs> I just went home. <laughs> Do you want to talk about anything that you did the next day when everybody was gone? The next day was nice. We just, like, said goodbye to my family because they were going to Montana for a little vacay. And then we, like, we were both kind of, like, really exhausted. But then we went to dinner at our favorite um, paella place and had like a really good dinner. And then we had ice cream on the beach. And then we watched our favorite show that I can't mention. Were you just all day being like, oh, husband? Yeah. I mean, honestly, saying husband is so fun. And then the other thing that's super fun is seeing him with a ring. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I've had a ring for a while, but like and I wear jewelry normally. But like to see him with the ring has been like so delightful. Like I just keep staring at it. (laughs) There is uh, a photo that one of you posted of him leaning against the balcony. Oh, yeah. And his hand like you can just see the ring. And I was like, cute. It's so cute. Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) You captioned that husband. Yeah. (laughs) Where did you first say husband? I don't know. I know. Where? To us. You oh, said really? my husband's over there and then you go, that's the first time I've oh, said yeah. that. <laughs> so much of it is a blur. Like yeah. we're, we're both like, we don't remember this. We don't remember that. Oh, I got one funny thing to talk about when <laughs> we were dancing and everybody's like singing, singing. And then you come over to us and you're like, what is this song? <laughs> <laughs> It was PYT. But the funny thing is, even funnier, is when we went out for Gabe's birthday Uh and there was a playlist playing and you said, what is this playlist? I really like these songs. This would be a good wedding playlist. And that song was playing when you said it. Yes. And you asked Melissa what song it was then. You've asked her twice now what PYT by Michael Jackson. Oh, you've asked twice. Yes. But like how? But what a coincidence that you had said that. It doesn't stick. Yeah. <laughs> it won't stick. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, I mean, it was just like, I, I just feel like it was everything we wanted. And we had so much fun. Like, that's like the biggest thing I remember is just like having so much fun on the mm-hmm. dance floor and like seeing other people have fun, and like laughing at the ceremony and it just like being like so joyful. And the thing John and I talk about is like the wedding isn't really about the couple. Mm-hmm. Like the marriage is about the couple, but the wedding is about like your community. And like bringing everybody together and like letting people show up for you. And like even just like the day of the wedding, three of my friends, like partners walked my dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they just like, And obviously they're my friends, too. But like, you know, like it, just like people showing up for you and being together and like celebrating like that was like so fun. So when people are like, oh, I don't I wouldn't want to waste my money on a wedding. It's like but it's it's not about the marriage. It's about like your group. And like throwing a party for throwing your a party for your mm-hmm. friends and your family. And like it was so fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, but stick around. And we're back. OK, now horseback riding okay. horror story <laughs> <laughs> to close us out. To close us out. OK, so ever since your bachelorette party, yes. I've been going horseback riding like once a month now. I didn't know that. Melissa yeah. loves it. And your mom said that we're all going next time. She yes, she told me. <laughs> Great. We're going the four of us. <laughs> OK. <laughs> and so I, of course, looked up places to horseback ride in Santa Barbara. And there are a lot of places. I picked this one because it was the cheapest. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> 
well. <laughs> so I go and I'm driving forever. And I also I was sent Gabe my location because I was like, I don't know where I'm going. I felt bad because Alex and I went to Lilac Patisserie, which is a gluten-free bakery in Santa Barbara that he loves. And then we were sitting by the pool. And then like hours later, it occurred to me to be like, oh my God, I haven't checked Melissa's location. Like you would have been dead. Like I had not well, checked your location in hours. <laughs> oh no. The thing is, I was only supposed to be horseback riding for an hour and a half. Anyway, I get there. It took me like, I say it took me forever, but it was like 25 minutes. But then I had to like turn off this road and then go in the middle of nowhere in the wilderness. And um, there's a lot of other people. Yes. But okay. but like I was by my like. Right. No, I was. Friends. But I was. By, yeah. yeah. No friends. But I was like driving just these long, narrow roads that like were very you couldn't put two cars next to each <laughs> other on it. OK. So I finally get there. And it's a huge like ranch place. OK. So there's like barnyards. There's a hotel there. Everybody that works there is wearing chaps in like full cowboy gear and i'm like oh okay like this is gonna be a little different <laughs> they had spurs on there's like stables there's 50 horses there wow so then they broke everybody up into groups of four and so i was with um like three generations of women the mother daughter grand granddaughter and then um melissa and me <laughs> that's kind of beautiful it was and they were super nice um and they put the little girl they put her basically on a pony and the guy was just kind of pulling it along <laughs> so we're going on the trail and like it gets around the 45 minute mark and i'm like shouldn't we be heading back no we're still going up uh, and then we start going up 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 into i guess a mountain i don't know i tried to look at it on the map to see what it was we were very it was very narrow my horse was not did not want to be there. Like I could tell oh, no. it did not want to be there. Very narrow roads, very steep. And I'm just like, because I haven't been up this far before. Yeah. This high. Like, right. Yeah. And I'm just like every other place I've written, the horse has just been on flat. Like I've gone in like forest and stuff, but it's been on flat land. This was so high. And we get up <laughs> and the guy's like keeps telling me he's like, Use the little whip thing. I'm like, I'm not using this whip yeah. thing. And then was like, you got to kick it. And I'm like, this horse like literally was getting so close to the edge. I was like, doesn't want. So I'm just trying to steer it over. Like the horse does not want to be here. I hate that. I know. And then we get to the very, 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 very top. And he's like, come over to the edge so you can look over. I said, no, I'm good right here. <laughs> he's like, you can take a picture. I said, She'll take a picture of the lady that was like another lady. It's like, I'll, I'll get her pictures from her. So we're looking down. It is so high up, like so high. The little girl was okay. Because he's just basically pulling that horse. Yeah. So that horse wasn't, it was just doing whatever his horse was doing. Okay. And then the person, the other group that was in front of us, that woman's horse was just like turning in circles. <laughs> oh, God. No. It was a lot. And then we finally get down. My nerves are shot. The horse didn't even want to take water out of the, like we were taking turns taking the horses to the trough thing where they get water. My horse didn't want to get any water. I was like, please put this horse, like, give it a vacation. Like, go on, retire. He doesn't want, his name was Cash Money. I was like, Cash Money does not want to be here. Oh, my God. And so, like, it was just like terrifying because it was so high, so close to the edge, so narrow. 
and just like these big or four groups. But also I was only supposed to be on the hour and a half. Right. And this was the two and a half hour. Right. They put me in the wrong group. That's too long. Yeah. And then we get down. I was like, I'm not paying for two and a half. You can see in the email that I clearly say that was an hour and a half. Did they agree? Yeah. (gasps) Wow. And then and then you had to come back and go to this wedding. Yes. (laughs) I came like my nerves were so shot. Yeah. But I did. I couldn't tell you rallied for me. Yeah. Yeah. But and I'll I'll post pictures of how far up I was, too. We can add them to the thing. The woman did send them to Melissa. She did send (gasps) it. She did. Very nice lady. You look cute. In your she asked outfit. me. She asked. Of course, I did. She asked me. Um, <laughs> like the next day, asked me how the wedding went and asked if it got rained out and stuff. So oh, that's very so nice. Sweet. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> but it was just terrifying. And when I came back, I was like, I didn't do anything. So I went to Trader Joe's for the first time since before. That was the last store I went to right when everything shut down with the pandemic, oh. and it was so like scary because yeah. people were like fighting over hand sanitizer yeah. and stuff. I was like, I'm never stepping foot into a Trader Joe's again. But I did. Hey, what a big day for you. She's a lot of fears. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Well, what do we rate this wedding? Oh, what do we rate the wedding? You guys go first. I rate it. What's John's birthday? Uh, October 17th. Okay. I rate it 1,017 out of 620. That's your birthday. Um, Animals at play. Oh, yeah. That's so cute. I'll rate it 100 out of 100 lovely years together. I will rate it um, 1 billion out of 1. I finally did it. You did it. (laughs) Yay. That's what you texted us. We did it. Well, thank you all so much for listening. And thank you for hopefully understanding the shift that the podcast is going to be making. We hope to see you on the Patreon. And if you're not able to be on the Patreon, we will still see you every Monday with a free episode. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye. Congrats, Allison. Yay. Just Between Us is a Gallison production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond Emprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. Join our Patreon to watch full episodes and listen ad-free. The link is in the description. And make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Discord, and Reddit. We're everywhere. Patreon, baby. (laughs) Forever.